Welcome back to another MarTech Zone interviews. On today's show, I have good friend Marcus Sheridan. Um, Marcus, uh, I don't know if uh, you've read any of his books, but you absolutely should. The biggest, of course, uh, They Ask You Answer, which is in a second edition right now. And we're going to be talking about digital trends that businesses aren't paying attention to that they absolutely should. This is MarTech Interviews, a podcast from DK New Media, publishers of MarTech the leading publication for sales and marketing professionals to research, discover, and learn how technology is driving business results. Your host is Douglas Carr. Welcome back to today's MarTech Zone interviews. On today's show, I have my good friend, and it is a good friend. We've seen each other probably, I don't know, half a dozen times over the last mm-hmm. 10 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but I always, 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 one you're an incredible public speaker. So hats off to you Thanks, on Thomas. that. Uh, I could absolutely tell every time I watched you speak how much work you put in uh, to everything, your timing, your, your, your jokes, your pace. I, I mean, it's just, it's just for someone who speaks professionally but doesn't get to work on it a lot, uh, I watched you and I'm, I'm just in awe. So uh, if, if you get the chance to see Marcus uh, live, absolutely uh, follow him and go see him because uh, you really hit home. You get the audience involved, you get people laughing and you wa- everybody walks out of there with, you know, those three key things that you're trying to get them. So, you kudos. know, one thing, let me say one thing about that though, just because it is, it, you, 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 you spawned a thought there, which is, <sighs> I think in many ways, the way I speak is the way we have to think as businesses with things like content and messaging. And what I mean by that, Douglas, is I literally, at the end of a uh, talk, I'm going to look at survey forms. Roughly 95% are going to say, best speaker of the event, love this guy, loved how he came into the audience and he involved everybody, etc." But then there's going to be 5% that are going to say, hated him. He invaded my space. <laughs> he yelled at me. Okay. And so early on, I had to make a decision. Was I going to allow the 5%, and it's also not even less than that, but am I going to allow the 5% to dictate the experience of the 95 as well as dictate my success because it has served me so well. And the point being, of course, is one of the happiest days in your life as a business is when you are willing to let go of those who you are not a good fit for. Brilliantly said. I I couldn't agree more. There's some people... Uh, especially, I mean, you're a partner in uh, Impact and Agency, you know this for firsthand, right? You're always going to get, you know, one of those customers that that you're never going to please no matter what. Yeah. And and the our job, I think, is on the sales side is trying to filter and weed those people out so that you, you don't ever sign them. <laughs> but I think you're absolutely right there. A hundred percent. If you're an agency and you take on more than 50% of the companies that approach you for business, you're not a very good agency. Yeah. You're not built to last. You know that if you're a consultant and you take on more than 50% of the people that approach you, you're not built to last. Oh, if I, if I have, you know, as uh, I'm just on my own now. Um, but if I have one client 
that's a negative. Uh, it, it'll derail my efforts with my yeah. other clients. It takes up yeah. all, every moment. It turns into arguments, yeah. billing issues, invoicing, yeah. contract attorneys. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a nightmare. So good good for you for absolutely recognizing that. And mm-hmm. and then and hey, like you said, from a content strategy, it's yeah, you can get a thousand people to your website. Uh, one of them might be the person that's you know interested in pulling through, right? Which is which is why Douglas, what one of the big mistakes I see when it comes to messaging, when it comes to content, is every single company should definitively and clearly say who they are not a good fit for on their website. Um, but yet, if you go and you looked and studied websites like you and I have, you'll find that the high, high majority do not explicitly state that. And I'm not talking about a snarky way either. I'm not, you know, it's like, don't put a statement up on your website that says, well, if you don't value good service, well, we're not a good fit for you. No, that's not what I'm saying, Right. You can say this in a multiplicity of ways that are very factual, non-snarky, but real. Because a good business knows that they're not a good fit for everybody. They can clearly define those, those persons. And it's not because one's cheap. That's not actually what the thing is. <clears throat> and so you've got to be willing to talk about that. You know, sometimes people say to me, you know, yeah, the leads that we get on our website suck. And I'm just thinking to myself, no, 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 leads are as good or as bad as the messaging that brought them there. And so if you have a lead problem, you have a messaging problem, pure and simple. And it's probably because it's way too fluffy and way too watered down your messaging, which means you're getting exactly what you're putting in. Yeah. Yeah. And, and too many companies are scared like you said, to limit that, right? They're, they they want to be everything to everybody. They want everybody to be a lead, um, which overwhelms them with poor leads. What we're really talking about here is transparency, right, Douglas? It's like, so a lot of people know I own a swimming pool company, I own an agency, right? Two totally different companies. If I own a swimming pool company and you're saying, well, give me an example of this, Marcus. It's me saying, now listen, if you're looking for a super customized swimming pool, that's longer than 40 feet or wider than 16 feet, if you want an extremely unique shape or size in your yard, well, then a fiberglass pool, which is what we sell, is probably not the best fit for you. There, cut and dry. That was super clear. Now I can talk about, now let's talk about who it is good fit for. Come to my agency. If you're looking for somebody that does your work for you, that produces your content for you, that does all your social media for you, and you don't want to even touch it, you don't want to mess with it, well, then we're not going to be the best fit for you. But if you're looking for an agency that will teach you how to be world-class at doing those things yourself, well, then we might be a great option. You see, it's very cut and dry. Everything allows the individual to nod their head in affirmation or shake their head and say, "Ah, I'm out. Either way, both parties win. We win because we're saving time in wasted conversations, prospect client wins because they're saving time, wasted conversations. Well, and that's, and that I think ties directly to the theme that we're going to talk about in this show. And that's that this is what consumers and businesses alike want when they look at your digital presence online, right? They want to get a better understanding of whether you're the right partner or the right product or the right service for them, correct? 
Yeah. You know, I think, you know, sometimes people say to me, why did, why has they asked you to answer the book done so well? And I think over the course of time, it has really evolved into three things, which represent in many ways the trends that people need to be aware of right now to the point of this conversation, right? So number one, because this is the definition of the ask you answer, but it's also because it's so obsessively um, analyzing the behaviors of, of buyers and consumers, that's really all they ask you answer is. So what is number one? It's the obsession with the questions, fears, worries, concerns, etc., that buyers are thinking and asking and searching and the willingness to address them can't always answer them but at least address them well on your website that's number one and what's interesting about that douglas is most companies still 2021 do not lean hard into that when i say lean hard i mean if i say to somebody so do you openly honestly transparently discuss pricing in detail even. I'm not talking about giving your exact rates, but you discuss pricing of your industry, of your product, of the marketplace, what defines value, what doesn't. Do you discuss it well on your website? If the answer is no, they don't, they're not thinking like a buyer. Every single buyer wants to at least understand, get a gauge for cost and price. Do you discuss openly the negative questions people ask about that thing that you sell? People want to know that. They're obsessive about it today. Generally, they have to get that from somebody else because you're not willing as business, in most cases, are not willing to talk about it. So an example, again, let's go back to pools because it's so easy. Somebody, back in the day, people used to say to me all the time, Douglas, Marcus, be honest, what are the problems with fiberglass pools? Uh, are fiberglass pools ugly? Are fiberglass pools cheap? Do fiberglass pools pop out of the ground? See, every single one of those questions we've addressed on our website. That's how it became the most traffic swimming pool website in the world. During the summer, we get a, almost a million visitors a month. That doesn't happen by accident. You have to be willing to address the good, the bad, and the ugly. So that's major trend number one. Companies, for the most part, still ain't doing that. Major trend number two, and this is, again, they ask you answer, which is, are you willing to teach it in the way they want to receive it? And what I mean by that is, let's just look at the video trend for a second. And you've seen this a million times, Douglas. I have too. How many stinking businesses or business owners have said, look, video is not my thing. I don't really watch videos. I don't see any reason why we should be doing videos. That's literally the logic they use. You and I both know, and anybody that's listening to this knows, that our opinions don't mean jack squat to the marketplace. It doesn't matter yep. if I like video. It doesn't matter if I'm good on video. What matters is, the marketplace says, I want to see it. That's what matters. So then the question is, are we willing to show it? Or do we sit there and pretend that we have some secret sauce that really is probably only Thousand Island dressing? That's almost always the case for every single business. I talk to manufacturers all the time. I'm like, so do you show how you manufacture? Do you like literally show it? Oh, uh, no, man. That's proprietary. Proprietary, <laughs> But that's not proprietary because your competitors are doing it the same way. Look, before I started manufacturing swimming pools, so we have dealers all over the all over the country, franchisees, whatnot. So I'm, you know, we're a B to B to C company at this point. And um, before I was a manufacturer myself, I went, I was selling somebody else's fiberglass pools. This is many years ago now, more than a decade ago. Went into their factory and I'm like, man, I need to show a video of how these things are made. 
I started recording. The owner of this manufacturing company freaked Square out, just lost his mind on the floor. Why? Oh, this is the proprietary. This, <laughs> don't stop. Stop showing this. I'm like, dude, I've seen this same crap in everybody's factory. You're the third manufacturer we've used. They all look the same, bro. Yeah. Yet he's thinking this is secret sauce. Again, Thousand Island dressing. So as soon as we became a manufacturer, we produce a series of videos that shows you exactly how your fiberglass pool is made. Exactly. All right. And it is um, it's a series of uh, roughly eight videos, 10 minutes long. So you're talking about 80 minutes. Douglas, we literally show you from start to finish. Like if you wanted to start a fiberglass pool manufacturing business tomorrow, this is like, this is your template, right. how to do it. And these freaking manufacturers, our competitors now are saying, Marcus, what are you doing? Why are you showing this stuff? I'm like, <laughs> question is, why are you not? Yeah. Because the point is in 2021, we want to see the sandwich made in front of us. We do. Yep. There's a reason why the concept of open kitchens work so well. I get to see it made. Interesting, right? Subway started that, right? Everybody's been to Subway. Five dollar foot long, right? Saw it made in front of you. Actually, people are going to be like, no, Delhi started that in New York. I know, I know, I know. I got it, folks. I got it. But the point <laughs> is, in terms of mass exception, like, 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 uh, like uh, masses of people accepting this, we started seeing it made in front of us. We said, oh, that's I like that concept. I, I would like to continue that. So every single sandwich shop since that point in time, they start to make it in front of you. This is how it works. So we, we have the same thing when it comes to the products that we buy. We'd rather see how it's made. Most don't want to show it. Most don't want to do video still, despite the fact that 85% of the content we consume online is video-based. It's crazy. Yeah. Okay. So that was trend number two. Trend number three, and this is the one that interests me most right now, believe it or not. Um, which is the self-service trend that's happening, Douglas, which I think is huge. And I'm not just like, this ain't, look, this ain't Gary V yapping about NFTs, which by the way, I'm, I'm totally fine with NFTs. It's not a knock on Gary or NFTs, but I'm ter in terms of you and your business, I know you're thinking, I don't think I'll ever need an NFT. You probably won't. Here's what you do need, self-service. What do we mean by that? So the recent study came out by Gartner, really powerful, very symbolic of what's happening in the marketplace. And that is this, 33% of all, all buyers, B2B, 33% of buyers now say they would prefer to have a seller-free sales experience. 33% of all buyers. 15% of all B2B buyers say they would be willing to purchase a product or service of over a million dollars in a self-service format. Wow. 15%, over a million dollars, self-service format. So what are we talking about here? What we're talking about is this explosion of, I want to control the sales process. That's what I want. If I want to see pricing, I want to see it. I don't want to call for it. Of course, everybody feels like that. I don't want to have to work for it. Give me that freaking calculator. And if it means you're just going to give me a range, I'm fine with that because that's more than your competitors to give me. At least it's give me a feel for things, right? Yep. I'll give you an example of that once again. We were the first manufacturer in the fiberglass pool space 
to create a build and price your pool tool on our website. So you could go there right now and you could get a range as to what you would spend. Now I can't give you exact pricing Douglas because your dealer is gonna charge in your area is gonna charge different but than somebody else. But what does everybody say that's a manufacturer? I can't talk about pricing because right. I don't set the prices. Well, that's not actually very true. This is why this thing called MSRP has existed for how long? I mean, you've always been setting some type of standard in the marketplace, and then dealers have been working off of that. And so you're starting to see from a B2B and B2C standpoint, now more and more of that original source, the OEMs are talking about this element of giving people more information, pricing being one of them through calculators, through assessment tools, things like that, right? That's self-service. Self-service and it, it is also, think of it like this. What's the type of, of, of question where somebody comes to your business and they say, what do you think I should fill in the blank, okay? Now, when somebody says that, what happens next? Well, there's a series of questions that follow from the sales rep or the customer service person that is gonna be able to allow a recommendation. So is it possible to recreate that type of conversation, put in quotes there, conversation on your website? Once again, let's look at a silly example. So let's say one of the major questions I would get with my pool company is, what is the best swimming pool shape and size for my backyard? So is it possible for me to create an experience on the site that you go there and you click on, yeah, I wanna figure out what's the best shape and size for my yard. And then through a series of questions that you input the answers to, it spits out an unbiased key phrase recommendation at the end. Or let's say I'm an agency and I wanna address the question, what HubSpot package is best for me, right? Because a lot of business owners, they're looking at HubSpot, they know we're a partner, they're like, okay, so which package should I be learning about? Traditionally, that's always been done by you gotta talk to a salesperson. Gotta talk yep. to a salesperson. Yep. This is going away. So there's really three types of self-service. There's self-scheduling. So in other words, do you allow people to schedule things on their own on your website? Maybe that's schedule a time to talk to a salesperson without having to call you to do it. Maybe it's schedule a particular service without having to call for it first. Let's say you're an auto mechanic or something like that. These are just a million different ways. And obviously, as you're listening to this right now, folks, put yourself in a position of how could I apply? Because we're talking about principles right now. We're not talking about very specific industries. I'm not even talking about pools. I'm just giving right. examples because this is the, you know how it works, Douglas. We tend to exclude ourselves from these things, okay? So there's self-scheduling self tools, what we just talked about. There's self-pricing tools like calculators. And then there's self-assessment tools, which is getting that recommendation for that particular thing. Now, here's what's powerful. 99% of businesses ain't doing this. Every single person that's listening to this is nodding their head and saying, yep, I'd rather have, I'd, like, I'd want that. That's what I want. And it doesn't have to be crazy expensive to pull it off. Speaking of uh, tools for a second, because I know people are thinking, what's a good tool for this that you found that's not, you know, going to your webmaster and building out some customized solution? One that I really like is outgrow.co, 
outgrow, just like it sounds, outgro.co. Um, really simple out of the box tool for calculators, for assessments, recommendations, things like that. Um, folks, if you're not leaning into this, again, B2B service product, big, small, local, national, B2C, B2G, I don't care what the heck you are, this is where you should be swimming right now. This is a mega trend, mega trend. Yeah, I totally agree. We, we, uh, we've been working a little bit with uh, Jebit, which is basically a kind of a user experience management platform. I'm probably um, garbling, you know, their, their, uh, the words that they use, but mm -hmm. they, they see this huge, you know, that an e-commerce site, let's say for makeup, yeah, you know, perfect. that if you, if you get to a makeup site and uh, you're dark skin versus light skin, it's totally going to transition right. what you're looking for. And so the, what they've built is basically an engine that asks you a series of questions perfect. and then, and then Beautiful. customizes the response. So to your point, you didn't say this is your product. You say, Hey, this is the range. These are the things that you might be interested in and, and still it. and still let people make up their own decision or their own mind. It's we're dictating the terms at that point. Yeah. And it creates a much greater sense of ownership of the decision that's made. I mean, in a perfect world, wouldn't it be nice that let's say you had some type of store or office or whatever, even if you don't, you're a virtual company. But when first time somebody contacts you and reaches out to you, they say, oh, I already know what I want. I already did that little tool thing you got on your website. Yeah. Here's the thing that I want. Here's, you know, here's all the details. I just need to know exactly how much it is. Right. Right. Yep. That's a beautiful place to be. Right. And so even if let's, let's go back to that makeup examples, there's different ways that you can do that. You could do it on a low level. You could say, um, you know, here's different tones of skin. Click on it to find which one we would, which make a package we would recommend for you. Yep. So you could do it that way, but it gets even better if you say a series of questions where they feel like there was an investment of their thought. Like they, this is like, what's the great, what's the great psychological need in life? The feeling of being understood. That is the great psychological need in life of all relationships of human existence. So if you can allow someone to feel understood, OMG, what happens to your ability to sell and certainly earn trust at that point? It absolutely explodes. Now, the part of this that a lot of people struggle with, though, Douglas, and this actually goes to our, our original conversation that we were having on this call, that is, you have to be willing to not recommend yourself. Yes. So as an example, so I just have a tool that's in beta right now on my swimming pool site. And the, the starting point question here, again, it's always they ask you answer style. Starting point question is, what is the best type of swimming pool for me? Vinyl, concrete, or fiberglass? Because there's three types of in-ground pools, vinyl, concrete, or fiberglass. And so there's obviously factors that dictate which one's the best for you. So we have them take this tool and guess what? We absolutely recommend concrete sometimes. Yeah. We absolutely recommend vinyl sometimes. Once again, how many companies will clearly and definitively not just state who they're not a good fit for, but tell you, guess what? Based on that uh, questionnaire you just took, 
we're not a good fit for you, but here's who or what we would recommend. Yeah. That's powerful, Douglas. Yeah, that's and and the, the art of that too is it's before they ever engaged a salesperson who correct who doesn't want to let that hook go right. This is oh, and I'm so glad you pointed this out, my man. This the reason why this self service explosion is meeting resistance is because of sales teams and sales managers. Sure, it's all about but I'm going to lose control. Guess what? You lost control in 1996 <laughs> because that was it for all of us people. That was when you stopped dictating the terms and the buyer became more powerful than they've ever been in the history of the world. And that has only increased in magnitude every single day since the internet became mainstream in 1996. I totally agree. I say the same thing. I say it to my clients, you know, when they say, well, we don't want to put that information on the website. I'm like, every prospect that you have knows that information before they ever came and even talked to you. They talked to their peers. They talked to your other customers. They looked at your bad reviews and your good reviews. They, they researched all of this. The reason why they got to you is because they actually think that they are a prospect and now you know, they just want to close the deal. To this point right here, you know how people put their mission statements on the walls of their companies, you know, back when we had companies and walls. Well, <laughs> this is what I wish was on everybody's wall as you walked in. Buyers aren't dumb. Three Amen. words. Because even the uninformed will become informed. Absolutely. That's what we've learned to do. It's what we've learned to be. If you accept that, if you really do accept that as a company, guess what? Your ability to teach and communicate reaches an unparalleled level in your space because you're not living in this place of fear. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Beautiful well, place to be. Oh my gosh. This was fantastic. I, uh, I, uh, uh, Marcus Sheridan, it, it is always a pleasure having you on the show. And by the way, we will put uh, links, obviously, to They Ask You Answer. Uh, and uh, and you also did the visual sale. Tell people about that. Yeah, if you're looking to create a culture of video, that's sales first. And that's the key to creating a true culture of video. Um, check it out. The visual sale. You can read more about it at thevisualsale.com. Of course, it's on Amazon. Uh, great book, won an Axiom Award for uh, sales books for 2021. So make sure you check it. Fantastic. And, and then we will, of course, put a link to Impact as well. And, uh, and like I said, uh, are you getting any, are we starting to get back on the road anytime soon? I had my first in-person gig last week. I've got another in-person gig uh, this Friday. And so it's absolutely happening. And um, is every audience member going to be ready for it? Nope. <laughs> But I think um, that there is absolutely going to be uh, a tremendous explosion in in-person events uh, in the near future. And uh, I, I'm telling you what, man, I was reminded it just has, as how magical it was. And, you know, I, you know, I've been vaccinated, obviously. I know many people here are or not. Same. But yep. at this point, I just, I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, if somebody calls me, I'm going to go, I'm going to speak. And, um, and uh, it was amazing, Douglas. It was absolutely tremendous. 
I, I, I absolutely can't wait to get back on the stage myself. So I, 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 uh, and, and I hope to keep picking up some tips from you, my friend. Haha. <laughs> You're too kind, man. <laughs> All right, sir. Well, thanks again for joining. Uh, if you have any questions, of course, uh, for us, uh, pass them on. And Marcus, you're always available online via social media. I'll put your links up the, uh, for there as well. And then if you appreciated this show, you appreciated uh, the content that we brought you, we, of course, love to get a review on this. Thank you for listening to Mark Tech Zone interviews. This is Douglas Carr, and we'll talk to you with another expert down the road. Subscribe at martech.zone. Sponsorships and marketing services are available through dknewmedia.com.